Well, you know, as farmers, every growing season is different. And out of necessity, farmers get good at making the most out of less than ideal conditions. Boy, this year was certainly an example of that. This year, even as we get to the end of summer, a lot of folks are still dealing with some of the problems that were born out of a cold, wet spring and late planting. Factors that set the stage for corn rootworm and a lot of other issues. Todd McRoberts, NK Seeds Agronomy Manager, joins us. Todd, start us off with a recap of corn rootworm pressure and how we're doing at managing it. As we looked at corn rootworm pressure, it has been building over the last three to four years. This year, actually, as we got through midsummer, we started to get more rains across Nebraska, Iowa, southern Minnesota, parts of Illinois. And actually, our rootworm pressure is decreasing a bit. I think some of these rains have kept larvae at bay. We're seeing some beetles late here now. But overall, when we think about pressure versus the last three to four, it has been coming down a little bit this year. But we still can't rule out areas where there's high rootworm populations. Some of those areas still have heavy, heavy numbers. And we're seeing some damage in some of those areas. So it's something that we can't take lightly. But as we look at 2022 growing season, it tends to be down a little bit. Now, I understand the good news is NK Seeds has options to help combat corn rootworm the AgriSure trait called AgriSure Duracade. And as we look at that trait there, we're looking at two modes of action to control corn rootworm pressure through different areas. And as we look at AgriSure Duracade, some of the key things we look at here with this trait, it's a novel mode of action, attacks the corn rootworm in the gut in, in a different area, different receptor site. So as we look at controlling corn rootworm, it truly is a different mode of action. AgriSure Duracade controls 16 above and below growing pests combined with AgriSure Riptera. And when we look at most of the corn rootworm larvae that we deal with, they're either western corn rootworm or northern corn rootworm. It does a very nice job in controlling that corn rootworm throughout the season. Okay, other than the right hybrid, uh, w- what else can farmers do to control corn rootworm pressure? The pressures get really high, and, and we do get feeding in some of these areas. Our number one goal would be to rotate into a different crop. And our option a lot of times is soybeans, which will provide control moving out of that corn rotation. Seed soil applied insecticide, either in fur or banded, combined with the traded corn. We're offering Cruiser 1250 on top of our Agrisher Duracade trait this year to help protect that protein. Our goal here through Syngenta is keep all these traits alive. All traits do a very good job for corn rootworm, but if we can mitigate risk by using alternative modes of action, really nice way to control it. As we get midsummer and we see beetle populations increasing, whether it's western or, or northern corn rootworm beetles. All right, let's uh, switch gears for a second. Let's go back to spring. Now, most of the grain belt dealt with a wet spring that caused late planting, which caused even more challenges beyond just getting the crop in the ground, right? It was unfortunate as growers worked their soils. Some of them had to work it wet. Some of them got in there a little early. We saw some soil compaction coming into some of these areas. And now as we got planted late, some of the challenges we're seeing now are with insects. A lot of Japanese beetles out there. Corn rootworm beetles are still feeding in many areas. So a lot of these later silking hybrids due to the late planting are really getting beat up by silk feeding. And what we're starting to see now also is with the drought, a lot of the tips of the ears are pulling back from either heat or drought. Or these rootworm beetles or Japanese beetles are still chewing these silks to, to prevent the top two to three inches of the ears from keeping a whole kernel of corn on there in these areas. And that leads to other instances of disease in some of these areas. Tar spots actually coming on right now late in much of the Midwest. And you know, of course, the obvious concern with working with wet soils is soil compaction. You got any tips for alleviating soil compaction? 
soils could be layered. Those corn on corn soils tend to be tighter, tends to be layered areas of soil versus more of a porous soil and soybean rotation. But our seed disc openers can tend to smear the sidewalls as we plant. And as we look at dealing with that through the summer, some of the challenges we have is if it gets dry, we reduce our potassium uptake. Reduction of potassium uptake in some of these soils can cause stock rots late or, or weaker stocks, weaker roots. Check each field for integrity of the plant, maybe develop a harvest schedule around how strong these plants seem to be coming into late fall. We can do some deep tillage in some of these soils. We can plant some cover crops to try to break up those layers of compaction. But also, if you can come in and deep till through a lot of these fields, that'll mitigate some of the risk coming into the following year. Todd McRoberts with NK Seeds. Thank you so much for your time and the excellent insights. Appreciate it. Podcasts by Federated Media.